Josh is doing the podcast through a mask. That's why it sounds muffled. <laughs> Hence, despite being at home alone. Well, he does have his cats there. We don't know what True. they do during his the day. Cat's, cat's going to give him the COVID. Mm-hmm. So we're doing a show instead of a book. Uh-huh. This is one of the ones where I've actually reviewed the material. So you know I was a big fan of the uh, original Babysitter's Club TV show theme song. And I even put it in the episode. Remember that vaguely? Say hello to your friends. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Babysitter's Club. Say hello so, to... Sorry. I think the new show is great, but there isn't exactly a theme song of any sort, which was, am I the only one disappointed? No, no, no I was glad. I think theme songs I, can be really I, cheesy. I just, I, I'm with Blake where I think you need to bring back 90 second theme song <laughs> that cut into the Josh, show. You're reading my mind because I want. I want, I need theme songs that kind of explain the characters, who okay. they are, and what they're about to do. Okay. So because they didn't bother putting a theme song in this new series, I I went ahead and made one. I did an original song. Okay. So let me let me cue it up here and see if I can make it make Josh hear it. Force Josh <laughs> to hear it. Okay, my original Babysitters Club Netflix theme song. <laughs> Christy's idea was great. Start a business and change your fate. Our mom's Alicia Silverstone. There's a rich guy she's trying to own. <laughs> can you hear it? Is it like a yeah, I can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> sees a lot of action for some reason he's mark evan jackson not claudia loves her art from other girls she set apart now don't forget that stacy's smart and strong she's got an insulin pump and also there's dawn and here the impossible three are balling some weirdos always phantom calling See-through analog phone keeps ringing Sitting experience they're bringing Their friendship will never end Say hello to your friends No, they ain't no scrubs They are the babysitter's club <laughs> So that's what would have been in my show at the beginning. Not a lot of words rhyme with club. <laughs> that was scrub, right? It yeah. was scrub? Uh-huh. Yeah. No. So I just kind of took TLC lyrics, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> I think it was great, and I think they should contact you for the uh, second really, season. Why didn't they contact me originally? I guess they don't listen yeah. to the show, and they don't know, They didn't hear your Friday the 13th song, so they didn't know how good our like, songs. I'm one of the top... One of the top tier Coldplay parody artists <laughs> on on the internet right now. So, yeah, I could have at least got a call. All right, are we, and and you've you've also found a, a 
an opening that I don't think one exists where it's a Coldplay cover guy doing young adult books. <laughs> I feel like yeah, 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 yeah. that lane is empty and you can just drive 150 on it, man. <laughs> there are there are a lot of Coldplay cover guys. Yeah. But I'd be the only one doing YA. Right. <laughs> then the imitators jump in the game. <laughs> I mean, there are going to be yeah people who, who try to come for the throne, but you know. <laughs> All right, well, let's, let's, let's go. He was, I was out in the room drinking and watching Babysitter's Club and playing Animal Crossing, like my three favorite things right now. Drinking Animal Crossing Babysitter's Club. Yeah, nailed it. And um, Blake was like, I have to record. I don't want you to hear me. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what you want me to do. It would spoil the song. Or where you want me to go. Like we... I wanted her to put on isolation headphones. She would not. No. So at one point, he came out and turned up the TV volume <laughs> so loud <laughs> and then ran back in the room. We don't have, we don't have a big home, folks. <laughs> Mm-mm. So I was listening to Babysitters Club at uh, watching Babysitters Club at top volume, um, as 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 you should. You have <laughs> to hear that shit loud. There's probably a little bit of the TV blare uh, in the background of my vocal tracks there. If you really <laughs> listen, if you really listen, you can hear Claudia and Stacy giggling over Trevor Sanborn or something. I don't know what oh. I was watching. So anyway, well, hello everyone, and welcome to a special bonus episode of Are You There Pod. It's me, Jessica. It's me, Josh. And Josh, what do we normally do on this podcast? Normally we talk about young adult books. We read them, then we talk about them. Mm-hmm. This time we have watched a Netflix show for children. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the audience here? Uh, I, I'll get I'll get to that. Okay. okay. And when we get to my Christian reviews of the show. Oh my god. Oh, that'll be good. No, they're not they're not very good. I, I was just I <laughs> I went trolling for these things like i need to find they're gonna the hate this show thing. i mean uh, th- that's where i was disappointed because they did what they didn't hate they did, the show. they did, did not hate it the right uh, the right ones haven't seen it yet that's that's the only one reason. of this was this was focus on the family was one of these well i mean but, they, they got they, real woke did they the get life. to marianne saves the day when she is uh babysitting a trans? yes okay i mean well they only review the first one in full but they mention things that are in it I don't know. I'll I'll read it. Okay. Okay. But when I was in college, my friend Preston and I would before we or after we'd watch a movie, we would look up like all the Christian reviews of it that yeah. would warn like there are 37 G words in it. Right. There are 45 words. Someone just sits there with a notebook and counts. Like probably has to watch twice. It's insane. Let's make yeah. sure it's accurate. Counting yeah. counting the curses. Well, counting, today counting nipples. <laughs> <laughs> and, Watching showgirls and being like, actually, this is not edifying for Christians. <laughs> Can you imagine needed, being the guy who works it. for Focus on the Family I had to being watch forced this, to watch showgirls? Uh, being forced? I had to watch it five <laughs> times, and I decided that, nope, no good. It is funny. Like, they would review, like, the whole thing was like, is this okay for Christians or not? I'm going to watch Strip Django tease. Unchained. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like I want. I wonder if in in their world this is okay for Christians to watch. Not in a real world, but in 
the CCM kind of Christian world. Mm -hmm. Well, what did we decide to watch and talk about today, Josh? Well, what I watched was Outer Banks. Sorry, I I couldn't get I couldn't get there fast enough. (laughs) I forgot the name of it. It, it's a terrible teen like drama on Netflix called Outer Banks. Okay. So I, I watch I watch that, and that's what I'm prepared to talk about. Oh God! So I was very confused by Blake's song. Uh, <laughs> Josh watched the wrong thing again. Where were guys named like Jace? I, I've never watched this, <laughs> so I don't know what their names are. Okay. Well, we watched The Kissing Booth one and two. <laughs> we did not. That's a lie. Number two was two hours and fifteen minutes long. What? That is past my Earth. time limit. I don't I, do it anymore. I almost watched it last night, and I said, "Not for this." Oh, Gosh, this. <laughs> I watched the first one. I need to know who's smooching who. Well, in the first one, was it an appropriate ninety to to one hundred minutes? I don't remember it being offensively long, so it was okay. maybe one hundred minutes. Okay, all right, but I, I don't. I also don't remember it needing a sequel. <laughs> it demanded one. Well, apparently he's fans, off to Harvard. Fans demanded it. Dating hot older women now. Enough dicking around. We watched the new Babysitters Club TV series for Netflix. The best TV series to debut in 2020. I said it. Probably. I, uh, I, I say it's better than the Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. Uh, yeah, it's really, really good. Um, I guess we can just go on and. Damn, Blake, you've downed that martini. Hey, it was mostly olive, so. True. Um, I don't know. Where do we want to start? Do we We're, just want to go? But so what? What is what? But uh, I need a, my theme. My theme drink. Oh, mm. do you have one? Uh, sort of. Okay. So I thought we were doing Clueless tonight. Oh. I switched it in my head, and so what I'm gonna do for the Babysitters Club, I'll do for Clueless. But for what I what I did for Clueless. Is what I'm doing for the babysitters club, and it's just weed. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just got high. <laughs> oh man. Because because in in the book she they don't really drink at all, and and she's anti like being with a stoner mm-hmm. for Ty, but she says like at a party you can smoke every now and then. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. one thing to blaze up at a party; it's another to spend your day completely fried. Exactly, yes. and I, as someone who does not smoke weed very much, if at all, I am, I'm a, I'm a share type. I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a. Uh, what's Brecken Myers' character's name? Uh, Travis Birkenstock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saying it out loud, is reading he, the, reading the first. <laughs> he's really named after the sandal. Yes. Maybe he's heir to he's the Birkenstock the fortune. To it. it's, yeah, I mean they're California. all rich. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. talk about that next time. Anyway, yeah. okay. The okay. show at hand. Show at hand. Are we just talking about the first four episodes? The first four episodes. So that would be any from Chrissy's great idea to Marianne saves the day. What are what are all of them? Just name them. So all. there's Chrissy's great idea, Claudia and the Phantom phone calls. Um, Stay. What a the, letdown! <laughs> I know the truth about Stacy, and then Marianne saves the day. And do these follow the first four books? Pretty well, yeah. Like title for title, or, yes. Okay, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some of the stuff in Stacy's, uh, the truth about Stacy, wasn't that in? Well, the, in the, tr- the truth about Stacy is not is not is not the diabetes thing. That is in book one. That's the big reveal. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, and they don't reveal it though until the third episode, right, of the show? Because in the first right. episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't talk about it. In the show, do they get? They don't into... have time for all that, right? Yeah. So her secret in the show is is, is the diabetes. It, mm-hmm. it takes a few episodes to get to. In the book, it's like her dad or something. 
Uh, no. Have you read the book? I He's read, just guessing. I read uh, little s- synopses. It's not her dad. Then what is it? It's still uh, her struggling with her. Probably she likes her. a boy. It's still her struggling with her diabetes. It's, it's, it gets more in depth to that and about the struggle she has with her family because her parents suck. Have basically they just take her to different child experts constantly to get different opinions on how to best treat her condition. And so it's about her struggles with that and trying to be normal and live a normal life and accept the fact that she is different. But she has a difficult relationship with her dad. Am I wrong? Not in that book. Maybe I'm thinking about the old TV show. You might be whenever her parents are later divorced. But yeah. at this point, they're still together. They're having like, because she has to go to New York every time she visits her dad. So visitation is hell. What a bummer. Oh, yeah. Anyway, the show. I like the show. I like it a lot. I love it. I love Alicia Silverstone. She's great. Anyone have any complaints there? Uh, no. Okay. Why no. <laughs> I've, I've, I will register my complaint with the one actor I have a no. problem with. Okay. We we'll get to her. Uh, no, I loved it from the very beginning. I loved that there was no theme song. I loved that it just brought up like, <laughs> no, okay. I'm not, like, if it had been your theme yeah. song, that would have been great. Thank I would you. never hit skip intro no. on the Netflix episode. I would, never. it'd be in my contract that they disable the skip <laughs> intro button. Um. No, I love that it just kind of dives back in, dives right into the story. There's just a little notebook that comes up with the pages that turn. Yeah. Um, and it's in the different girls' handwriting. Mm. So it is can, a good detail. Mm-hmm, so you can kind of um, see who, whose perspective the and, main plot line will be from. Yeah, and there's a different voiceover POV each each time based on the the focal character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I loved that um, from the beginning. You realize that this is going to be obviously like very updated but also like feminist from the beginning whenever christy is talking about her teacher mm-hmm. who blake and i call mr butthole and how nice. how she just stood up and said you know if what was it if thomas jefferson is so smart then why didn't he say then why I, do you own slaves i don't know something like that not that <laughs> why are all women all men all instead people? of all men created yeah, equal yeah, why yeah. didn't he say all people yeah. And she had to, because she said that she had to write her report. On decorum. Meanwhile, the boys behind her were scuffling and. Just like making armpit noises. Armpit farts, <laughs> probably. Uh, probably putting their hands in their butts and making each other smell it. I don't know oh. what boys do. <laughs> yeah, Discussing oh, things yeah. like that, I'm sure. Doing uh, spit wads through straws. <laughs> so in the I book, it was not that. It was. Flicking girls' bar- bra straps. Oh, boy. Sorry. They didn't they're, wear. They didn't wear bras. They're, they're twelve. Come they on. They wore bras. Of course they did. Okay. Not <clears throat> not that I look. Know. I watched Pin Fifteen, and when those girls start school, they're already talking about the girl with the large breasts who has a bra. Pin Fifteen, season two, <laughs> September. Right. Actually. You should. You should. Do they have a theme song? You should ask them. Yeah, they got a fucking theme song by Bikini Kill. It's that that job oh. is taken. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Uh-huh. So. uh... I want to point out, I don't know, I just, for some reason, normally in the books, I don't really relate with Christy, but I felt like in the show I could, and a lot of it is her daddy issues, and how I feel like she is very controlling of, like, her friends and her family and her personal life, because she can't control, like, her relationship with her father, 
and yeah. can't control her feelings about it. I would, and I felt I like I really to, related to her for the first time. I was going to say, I would like to her as you in that she's very controlling. <laughs> 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 You're controlling because it's about a loss of control. That's the problem. She's not bossy. She's just a boss. Okay, I'm going to... This, <laughs> this is a Christy Stan account. I'm going to put that up front. Is she your favorite sitter? Who I, is yours, Blake? Ooh, that's... Well, I think last time we did Babysitter's Club, I said Marianne because she's kind of like me. Um, we're more introverted, maybe. But I don't... She, she shouts at doctors? Yeah, I do scream at doctors. Or you shout at I, And I think they're all bigots. <laughs> last time we came for the cops now we're coming for doctors Look, our listeners aren't ready to have that conversation about about who's dying on the operating tables spoiler alert it's not the white people anyway that's just a joke folks what well you can also you can also check statistics yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um no marianne is uh a badass in this is she still your favorite after watching the show I like I like them all for different reasons. I Christy's cool. Christy's, <laughs> How can you pick just one? Christy's got a dope. Here's what I like about Christy. Mm-hmm. She's got her dope hat, her signature hat. Mm-hmm. She also has a visor version of that hat. Mm-hmm. And in the books, it's a thing that she always puts on this red visor when they have meetings. Oh, okay, so the hat mm-hmm. is for like out and about. The visor is mm-hmm. for meetings. The visor is business. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like one of the celluloid brimmed. Mm-mm advisors for like doing uh, accounting no she's not a freaking banker from the 1920s <laughs> yeah well but that would be cool though she also wears it to her poker game <laughs> yeah 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 no you guys say what you like about the different characters well i've always been a big claudia fan and uh still am still probably my favorite why when because i when... wanted to be her i was unfortunately she's the coolest, she's the coolest. She i was unfortunately cool. a christy she's got the best style with the with the wannabe heart of a Claudia. You got the fashion sense of a Claudia. Not really. I've never had watermelon earrings in my life. <clears throat> I am a uh, uh, a mixture of Marianne and Stacy because I'm a Marianne, but I'm horny like Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> boy crazy. You're boy crazy. Boy, like yeah, I'm boy crazy. <laughs> well, um, steering us back, um, I did love, I liked Watson a lot. They gave him a personality other than mom's boyfriend. I think what I liked about this and in the books, okay, the Babysitter's Club books aren't like a lot of YA books where parents are never there. Right. They are there in these books or parental figures like Mimi and Claudia, you know. And what I like about the show is they still incorporated that, but it's not cheesy at all. Like they could have, it could have really gotten cheesy, um, especially the... The Marianne, the relationship with Marianne and her father, but I thought it was so well done, and I, I cried a lot when I watched this show. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's just the the. It's a it's a it's a touching show. Yeah, they all have anxiety about their parents, like kids that age do. Mm-hmm. Like they each have. Yeah. Does Chris? Yeah, yeah, Christy with her. You know, they all did have. I mean, they explicitly talk about it, like mm-hmm. when. When uh, who's jealous of Marianne's jealous of her friend who has two dads and she doesn't have wait it's Christy Christy's jealous of Don Christy is mm-hmm. that's right yeah well what Christy doesn't realize is she's about to get a dope ass millionaire dad so but she doesn't she's, want him she is a, a jerk to him 
she thinks she has veto power over this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just think that it's because she is afraid. It's something she can't control, obviously, and she wants to control everything. But it's it's also um, I think she's afraid that it will change her mom in a way. And like I think she admires her mom, played by Alicia Silverstone. Uh, It'll take her mom's uh, attention away from her. I don't think it's necessarily that. I think it's I think think it's that she admires her mom's independence and the fact that her mom. She explicitly says it. Yes. Oh yes. Yes. You don't need anyone, or basically, yeah, you you don't need anyone. Yeah, I, I mean, I think there's even a scene where she goes, what, are you going to start walking behind him now? And yeah. her mom is like, oh. yes, and you can also start calling me of Watson. Like, there were, like, really... Handmaid's Tale jokes in this, chi- <laughs> in this children's show. Uh, th- that was noted by the... Uh, Uh-oh. The focus on the family people. Do they like Handmaid's Tale? Yeah, what are their reviews of Handmaid's Tale? Well, about the, the Christian oh, Taliban the- show? <laughs> that would be more interesting. <laughs> they, they said that's not an appropriate joke for... Or uh, not a joke that should be in a kid's show. Kids aren't going to get it, but the but, the adults will. Right. right. And it's also, it's the mom making the joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, parents make jokes that kids aren't going to get for their own edification. You know, like... Christy seems to roll with it as if she's seen that show, though. She hey, probably has. That mom right. probably lets her watch. Oh, she definitely she's lets Christy watch. She's probably a big Atwood fan, you know? She lets Christy watch Rated R shit. She's like my mom. My mom totally would have let me oh, watch yeah. Handmaid's Tale when I was 12. Your mom didn't give also, also, the mom's not there a lot of the time because she's at work uh-huh. and uh, Christy's babysitting while her idiot brothers are gaming. <laughs> <laughs> and they love their gaming. Yeah, so Christy and David <laughs> Michael are probably just watching all the... Um, um, Hulu content? Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> think. I was trying to think of like prestige television. Sorry, I could they, not get the term out. They've blown through that. They're now watching stuff on Crackle. <laughs> <laughs> Original Crackle content. Oh boy. Um, yeah, I thought I wrote down like little things as I was watching it. Um, I thought Janine was great. Also, I wrote she looks like a supermodel. Kinda. Yeah. Got that great hair. That bob haircut. Good, yeah, good uh-huh. glasses, good haircut. Uh-huh. Janine got a glow up from the book. <laughs> One thing that I really like about um, the show, and I think it's because you have mostly women who are creating it, and I think that's why it's it's great. And I want to clarify this. I'm not saying obviously that men don't make good shows, but I think like when no you, wonder he, <laughs> that's why you can't write the theme song. When you think Ouch. back on like. The like Saved by the Bell or like the the early Babysitters Club television releases, they were basically like straight to video. Probably had no budget. No one cared about it. No one cared about creating content for what would have been mostly a young tween to teen audience. And I feel like this was obviously made by people my age or older or younger a little bit, but you know, millennial who yeah. grew up with the books, loved the books. And wanted to share it with younger people, but also have that nostalgia factor. And right. I think it's really well done. It's um, The showrunner is Rachel Shukart, and I believe she also works on Glow, which is another Netflix series. And then most of the writers are women, and most of the directors are women. And I think that um, is why... And they probably are all big fans. In fact, I think we watched, um, I don't know if you've noticed it, Josh, but there's a very short documentary called The Claudia Kishi Club. I saw that on there, but I didn't watch it. It's only like, it's like 16 minutes long. It's Um, good. 
It's very short. I actually wish it were longer. I don't know if the content yeah. is there to make it longer. Right. But um, it's 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 like adult Asian professionals now talking about Claudia and, and what she meant, what she meant to them to be like represented. And I feel like this show is just it's also just great because it's women writing it, and we know how to write for ourselves and how to write for teens instead of like white men who don't give a shit writing it. You know, that's why I, uh, some guy named Dan co-wrote boy crazy Stacy, but I think they needed, <laughs> they needed perspective. They need the boys. Yeah. I mean. how, yeah. <laughs> how, how crazy can she go for you, Dan? Yeah, I said mostly written by yeah, yeah, yeah. women. Yeah. It's mostly a, a female um, centered show. And one of the um, women who worked on the show was in the Claudia Kishi documentary. And a lot of them um, actually create content. Like one writes the, um, I can't think of her name right now, but I can probably pull it up real quick. But another one of that was featured um, illustrates and writes some of the Babysitters Club graphic novels now, um, amongst other. Right, the, oh, one, uh, the one that I the, read. The one that writes uh, "Smile." That wrote "Smile." I don't know what that is. I don't think it was the same one. Now, the 1995 BSC movie was directed by a woman, Melanie Mayron. Let's see if it was written by a woman. It was written by a team of six men. It's my cast. It was written by someone named Daylene Young. So. They were probably 50-year-old women who were adapting oh, well, it and never, uh, like, cared. No, even if it was 20- or 30-year-old women, they still had to go through a boardroom of 90s movie executives, right, which right. were 100% white guys. Oh, yeah, and mm-hmm. no one under the age of 75. Right, just all chomping cigars also. <laughs> I'm looking up the old And also HBO who probably show. gave it a very little budget. I feel right. like this one, they actually were like, yeah, we'll give you a decent budget so Claudia can actually have cool clothes and a cool room and you can actually film on cool sets, you know? Yeah, Netflix will throw money at stuff. Yeah, definitely. To an extent. Blake is doing some research here that actually I'm I looking to at do the show. I forgot. Eh, the, the TV show that I believe was H- debuted on HBO, I think it may have also been made by women. I'm impressed. Damn, but should have researched more. Again, but- it had to go through HBO. <laughs> HBO uh, uh, brass. But I also feel like these are not women who grew up with the books and do not relate to it in a way that millennial women would. I'm going to contact these women and and check. Contact them and see how old they were. Because unless they were like... No, they didn't grow up with the books. The math doesn't check out that way. Uh, Yeah, that'd be true. Yeah. Um, It'd be like if if I adapted the Spiderwick Chronicles. (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't know why that, that was my... That's the first thing. The first thing I thought of, yeah. uh, By Adapted Twilight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, that. I've never read it, and I don't care. I don't know if I ever will, which is probably not something I should say, but... We'll do it on here some. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, one of the other directors, and I think this is where some of the humor in the show comes from, worked on Broad City, um, Lucia Aniello. I don't know if I'm saying her name correctly. A lot but... of comedy people, and the... Uh... The fact that it, the showrunner is from Glow makes sense because there are a few Glow people in it, like the Mark Marin plays Claudia. Yeah. <laughs> Twist. The 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 harried newly single mother in charge of the terrible three. I forget her name. She mm-hmm. was in Glow. I I feel like there are other women from Glow. Was Mark Evan Jackson in Glow? I don't know. Somehow he's great stunt casting there. I just really like him cast as Marianne's dad. I thought that was good. 
<laughs> he's funny. He was really yeah. good. In fact, no, my favorite good. episode, or one of them, might be Marianne Saves the Day. And uh, right. I, I think it's because I also like a later episode that we'll talk about um, where they redo oh. her room. But Oh, yeah. Are the, we going to run through these episode by episode really quick? I mean, we can real quick. I mean, the first one we kind of pretty much have gotten through because we talked about Watson. I loved um, how they incorporated the landline into it. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. So when this show was first announced, I thought for the life of me it was going to be a period piece. It was either I thought it was either going to be a period piece, took place in the 80s or 90s, or that they were going to update it and they had a cell phone or something. Somehow they made it work to where they still had the landline wired skeleton phone. <laughs> and I love how she said she bought the phone on eBay for like yeah. $75 or something. And that's accurate, right? That that phone goes for a lot. It goes for a market. lot more now. Um, yeah. Probably yeah. because of the show. They can market it as a BSC I think I found phone. it for over $100 plus how much, on Etsy. What do you think I'm looking at? on ebay if i want one of those juno hamburger phones <laughs> i think those are not as popular as the CU do you think they're BSC. deeply discounted yeah i think they point? are well yeah. when urban outfitters made them in, in bulk they, <laughs> they kind of <laughs> oversaturated the market did they yeah I, I don't I, that it seems like something they do but those were not real phones those were novelty phones that when you pick them up they say Whatever, home skillet or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever that line was. So Uh, what was the logic? So Claudia has the landline in her room. Because they had to get. Oh, it came with a big package. A bigger internet package for Janine's nerdy servers or something. She said like nerdy gamer servers or something. Something. And it's like, I I guess they had to get a really fast internet package to accommodate her extreme gaming mm-hmm. oh also she had this like this uh store-bought gaming um uh desk and i i've seen this online is the reason i recognize it but it's it's a it's a gaming desk where you your your gaming computer and your speakers and all your other gaming shit goes um i don't know it's just funny to, to actually recognize that she has a a standard gaming desk mm-hmm. gamers will get this mm-hmm. <laughs> All of our gamer listeners are, are excited. Right. Yeah, so I loved, um, I already said I loved Alicia, but I do, there's like the scene where she's trying to find the babysitters. There's like a montage of her mm. desperately trying to find someone to babysit. Um, I love the talk she has with Christy at the end of the episode. Um, and then Christy says something like, my mom, what does she say? It's something she refers to the movie Clueless. Oh, she actually yeah. says Clueless. My mom's not totally clueless. Yeah, it? it's something so, like that. It's like, oh, that's the name of that I movie. I couldn't remember how she started it, but it ended with my mom's not totally clueless, um, which was I, cute. I liked about three minutes in, we got a boy peeing his pants mm-hmm. because I, I know what I'm in for. <laughs> I know I, I mean, I, I'm going to be getting pee jokes. It's one of these pee pee poo poo shows. <laughs> it, <laughs> It was the complete Billy Madison thing, too, where he's just, like, standing there kind of, like, sheepish. Right. And she's like, I peed my pants on purpose. I'll pee my pants. (laughs) If peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. It's okay, buddy. (laughs) She is awfully sweet. And she never comes off as, like, fake sweet. You know, like, it seems like, and that's the kind of the point they set up later on with, like, the babysitter's agency is that these girls, like, really do care we so gotta, much about we gotta these talk, kids. Yeah, we got to talk about the okay, BSA. So, uh, okay. was second episode, Claudia. Claudia. Family stuff. Yeah, Claudia blah, family blah, blah. stuff. Okay. Meeting, <laughs> uh, so when you meet Marianne's dad, that kind of stuff. Is that when the BSA is introduced? Or... 
No, it's it's at very the very, end. very end. And it's when Stacy runs into, she's at the dance alone in her very elaborate Marie Antoinette costume. I want to oh, know right. how much these parents spent on their kids' Halloween gear because that was I mean, nuts. And Claudia. Claudia made her tippy uh, Hedrin from Hedrin, the birds. Uh, yeah. yeah, which yeah. Is, well, it was a great costume, but she's wild. the artist mm. and she made it. Can I say, though, that I was disappointed that originally her costume was going to be a troll doll? <laughs> but she changed it so she would look cooler in front of Trevor. And I was like, actually, a troll doll would have been, like, way cool. I, w- look, I wanted to do if, the troll. Yeah. If he doesn't want you with your troll, be it your <laughs> troll doll, he doesn't deserve you with your tippy <laughs> When I said, oh, she's tippy Hedron, Blake was like, who? From the birds, Blake. Yeah, okay. Okay. She had birds all over her. It was, mm-hmm. it was, it was elaborate. <laughs> I- Blake was like, is that the pigeon lady from Home Alone 2? <laughs> That's literally who I thought it was. Once again, another Home Alone 2 reference. <laughs> oh, boy. You need to watch it. You uh, need to learn about the shaky bandits. So this is when we meet the uh, Johansons. It's at the end of the episode. I'm guessing the art teacher and the doctor are a couple. I thought they were yeah. saying Scarlett yeah. Johansson. No, I really did. No. That's the family name. No. The kid's name is... Something Johansson. Charlotte. Okay, so I hear Charlotte Johansson, and I'm not supposed to think they just said Scarlett Johansson? Come on, people. Okay, so anyway. um, Josh is with me. At the very end of episode two is when uh, she runs to the doctors and she asks who's babysitting, and that's when you find out about the BSA. Ooh. Was this in the books at all? Yes, but actually that doesn't come out. Well, it's episode three. I mean, it's... it's, it's, um, it's in the truth about Stacy when oh, okay. the BSA. So yes, interesting. So they mm-hmm. have okay these these rivals. They seem like such a such a Zoomer or like a new new school marketing thing. But I they they kind of updated it for the the social media age. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the BSA. Yeah, in yeah. the in the books yeah. they obviously just did flyers and yeah. um. I mean that's what the Babysitters Club does. Yes. You know what I mean? They're yeah, just like they're old school. But the BSA is like we we have sponsored Instagram content and all. Yeah, <laughs> and they're also horrible, mean bullies. Which you and find they out later. they let children play in the street. Mm. They're actually worse in the book. Really? Um, yeah, in the book, I think it's um, Charlotte Johansson. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, so that Stacy was... is babysitting for, and Charlotte like flips over a couch cushion and shows her like a burn hole from a cigarette. Like oh the babysitters God. are smoking in the house. And they are even worse. They actually have, uh, in the book, they have two BSA girls infiltrate the BSC. Oh, no. And so, but the, the BSC wants them because they can stay out later, like until right. midnight or whatever on the weekends. And so they let them come, even though Christy did not stick to her normal strict vetting process. She was like, mm. we just got to get them. We got to compete. And the girls actually get jobs. And then don't show up. And so it makes the Babysitter's Club have a bad name. Smart. Mm-hmm. See, in this one, they're just like prank calling and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Creating uh, fake jobs. Yeah, send you that mm-hmm. old guy's house. Yeah. And of course, letting children play in the street, which I want to put in a little clip of Jamie's uh, voice. I think he's got the cutest, strangest little boy voice I've ever heard. Jamie! What are you doing? You can't be in the street all alone. My new babysitter told me to come out here and play alone. What? 
What did he say? I don't know. He's they just told really... me to play outside by myself. He sounds nothing like that. <laughs> That's exactly what he sounds like. Not at all. But the part after that is one of the funniest parts of the of the series. I think when uh, Christy rushes inside. It's all of them. It's all they. They mm-hmm. rush inside to confront the BSA, BSA staff who is with her boyfriend, and he is the the biggest, dumbest rap, the biggest dumbass. He's a, he's a white SoundCloud rapper, right? <laughs> yeah. And he does he does some sort of little freestyle, mm-hmm. and it's just like it's so dumb. And it ends with slap, and Marianne goes, <laughs> "Sir, that doesn't rhyme." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you no decency? Ew, what? You left Jamie outside and he almost got hit by a car. You call that babysitting? I don't know what you're talking about. He's fine. Kid shouldn't trespass. You're gonna get a hall pass or a Disneyland fast pass or you're gonna get a head slap. That doesn't rhyme, sir. But basically, (laughs) the BSA suck. They even say things like, Welcome to the free market. Ouch. Oh, and have you tried supporting women? Yeah, and I was like, you, should, you but, really should but, try supporting women, is what they say. But but then she says at the very end of that, yeah. uh, uh, unless I put you out of business. Right. We all succeed unless I put you out of business. Right, so support women, but also I'm going to stomp your ass. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm a girl boss. You can be a girl boss too, but I'm also going to kill you. You really should try supporting women. When one of us succeeds, we all succeed. Unless I put you out of business. So the cyberbullying video of Stacy, I liked how that was Ooh, handled. Um, yeah, that was rough. Yeah, that, that that genuinely hit. That was like the the unfriended. Exactly. I was just thinking of that, Josh. Except it wasn't a, a poop or pants situation. It was a <laughs> she had a seizure. I forgot that she pooped herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that the, was the whole reason. That was the impetus she for killed herself murdering. and then came. Back and murder. Yeah, because she yeah. poo pooed her pants. Poo pooed her pants while Just drunk, like, probably at a party. Was this based on Kent State Gun Girl? And I think Gun Girl <laughs> actually based herself on the movie okay. Unfriended. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to poop my pants on purpose. <laughs> I forgot that was the whole background of that. I, I mean, I mean, in any kind of thing like that, is uh, the, way, the way it works so well in this movie and in Unfriended is because it is so believable. That these kids all take videos of each yes. other and they yes. would use them against you in a malicious way like this. Yeah. But unfortunately, they somehow mined for that video because they weren't at her New York, you know. Yes, she was. Wait, no, no, no. They got it from, they just researched it. Or oh, they, it's, they, it somehow they went viral. They stalked her somehow and got right. the got the video, either through friends or whatever. Um, I don't, I mean, obviously they weren't at the school where she was having, going into insulin shock. They talked to, this is a later episode, though, but she talks to her friend, right? Yeah, it's at the end. It's in the Camp Moosehead episode. That's right. But yeah, there's a caption over the video that says, like, is this who you want watching your children? Like, she's having a seizure, bro. It's a medical condition. (laughs) Come on. And it wasn't diagnosed yet. Like, no one knew what was wrong. Be nice. She's not putting your kid on uh, uh, (laughs) his little, like, Crike and push him into the street and say, "Go right around, go right around the street like the Shining kid, <laughs> like the pet cemetery kid." Yeah, and I think <laughs> in the book, actually, when they come across Jamie uh, playing by himself, he's like, "It's winter and he's out of the cold Ooh. with no coat, no gloves." <laughs> oh man! And they bring him inside, and they're like, "You just let him outside with no coat and no gloves," and she's just hanging out watching TV. And so they put a coat and gloves on him, and he goes and plays out in the backyard. <laughs> 
but the anyway. agency mm-hmm. sucks. I almost put a line about them in my theme. Well, song. here's the thing: they don't <laughs> care about the children, and the no, whole point no. is that they're these capitalists, girls, bro. They're libertarian. People. They are. But, they are. These girls I, are not in it. Well, I mean, the money is nice, but they actually do care about the yeah. neighborhood children that they right. sit for. I think the appeal of the BSA, which is obvious in the show, and they say obviously, is that they can stay out late, and parents may know that they are going to bring over their boyfriends and do some heavy necking on their couch, but they do not have to be home at 10 o'clock to take uh, Marianne home. We can stay out until 1 a.m. and do what we want, and we can we yeah. can see Ario's speed wagon at the fair. <laughs> Why can't they be like the babysitters in Halloween who, who split the difference? They stay out late, and they straight up bone down on their boyfriends, <laughs> but they also really care about the kids and protect I'm, them from murderers. Well, they, what is... they do is they just dump the kids on Lori while they go oh, out true. and okay. bone and party. Lori is the good babysitter. True, 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 true. The rest of her friends are BSA. And that's why they got yeah. killed. That's why they got killed. Yeah. But yeah, and at the end when they meet with the parents um, after the videos come out and after all their business has gone Screw away. some of these parents, by the way. I, exactly. <laughs> that's what I was thinking too. Like what? I'm going to make I'm going to make an 11 or 12-year-old give me a presentation about her about her, <laughs> about her, her illness. Yeah. And I I also feel like I don't, I don't know. I I don't have diabetes and it's not something that, you know, I've had to struggle with or, you know, um I had a friend though in high school who was diabetic, not type 2, but like type 1, I guess. That's like what, what Stacy was. Has. So it's from birth. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but I mean, she she just seemed like everyone else. I never knew she was diabetic at all. Except she refused all the giant M&M bags you pulled out from the couch. I pulled out ring dings. I was like, here you go. But, like, I don't think that – I mean, she had, like, a normal after-school job. I think that maybe in a contemporary setting it might be a little bit harder to talk about – I don't know. I feel like a lot of people have diabetes and manage it a lot better now than they would have 30 years ago, you know, in the 80s. So I feel like it's not as big of a deal. But I don't don't know. And – can we can we talk about how she is no longer ashamed of her insulin pump at the end, mm-hmm. and in fact, yeah. he dazzles it? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it leads to one of my other favorite jokes, where the dad says, can you do that to my cell phone? I'll be the cool guy at the office. Because <laughs> <laughs> the dad believes that wearing a bedazzled cell phone on his belt will make him the cool guy, and that's funny. Well, if... You don't know what this office is like, though. Maybe <laughs> maybe it would, Blake. You don't know where he works. No, it's just like it's so it's such a dad, like a dumb yeah. dad thing that it rings true. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you think that her parents are embarrassed of her? Her mom, the mom definitely is. Her mom's mm-hmm. a little weird about it. The, yeah. the mom did not like the bedazzled. Uh... Right. She was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> and she was always making her buy clothes that covered it. And what did she it. say uh, when? Something happens, and her mom said, did anyone see you? So the mom is probably very scarred also by this viral video. Was it whenever her blood sugar dropped a little bit and she left Chrissy's house a little early? Yeah. Yeah. And that's when she's like, I'm not swooning over Sam. My blood sugar is dropping. And she goes back home, and that's when her mom freaks out and tries to call another doctor for her to go to. Um, And You know what, what made her blood sugar get low is when the brother came in. And uh, with his guitar, with oh. his bass. No, that was just swooning. Yeah. 
but but that like it all the blood rushed to her head. Mm-hmm. I do. And that's love... when she said, "Where have what you does been she hiding say? him?" Oh yeah. She mumbles it, and everyone looks at her. And Christy goes, "High school," and she's like, "Did I say that out loud?" Love a guy who <laughs> um, plays on a, a, a not plugged in bass. <laughs> Watch the axe. Yeah, and calls it an axe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just walking around like, I mean that's. A million percent, I'm going to go show off for these 12-year-old oh, yeah. girls. <laughs> yeah. Because he's, what, like 13, 14? Like, I, I would gonna, say, yeah, yeah freshman, 14, okay. probably. Okay. But yeah. but he knows, he, I'm going to go be the cool guy. <laughs> easy, easy, easy prey there. Oh, totally. I'm just picturing Blake walking around <sighs> into a room, like, uh, uh, with Did his drumstick, yeah, just, just like drumming around. And looking. <laughs> Hold on. Your sister is about a couple years younger than you. Did you ever do anything goofy like that when she had her friends I, over? I had negative interest in my sister's friends. Okay. Let me tell you, <laughs> less than zero like, interest. Like they didn't walk in the room when you were like, hey guys, watch me beat Mario for in the millionth f- time. Yeah, that's about, that's all I was doing. In five minutes. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm really, uh, really far in, in Final Fantasy three here. Um <laughs> Would you here's, like to see my character builds? Here's the interaction I'm actually picturing. Okay. Blake angrily opening the door when there's a, like four of them in there and say, did you drink my last fucking Mountain Dew? <laughs> it wasn't. It might have been Mountain Dew at the time. I Dr. Was dr- Pepper. I was dr. drinking Pepper. trash at the time. Whatever what is the uh, what is the Sam's brand of Dr. The, Thunder? No, of the Mountain Dew. Mountain Lightning or something? White Lightning? Yeah, mountain right. Lightning? Mountain it's usually mountain, no. They, so. You have to keep one word. In Doc, okay. It's Doctor Mountain. <laughs> I imagine it being that for some reason because I, I Blake has always told me his mom never bought brand name right. anything. We had a lot of so, off brand. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, no, that never occurred to me. Uh, thank God. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I want to talk about my favorite episode, which is Marianne saves the day, and it's one that I think is one of the best written. And who most did, touching who, episodes. Who wrote, I, we didn't pay a lot of, or I didn't pay a lot of attention to who wrote and directed each one, but they're all good. Actually, I didn't. I didn't write it down. I did. She for a wrote lot of, Mark Evan Jackson and put hearts next to it. What's going on? <laughs> Is that true? Yes, I love, it's in her notes. I love Is he her dreaming? Dad. Is I love he dreaming? Dad, I love him. But there are hearts next to it. But I love her dad. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of different issues going on at once. Here. <laughs> I love. Hey, I like him. I love that they chose him. Mm-hmm. He's a he's plays a great dad. Mm-hmm. He's funny. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't put hearts next to his name. I don't know what that's all about. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> I love him. I did put his name in my song, so I guess I felt strongly about him too. So mm-hmm. I guess it's okay. So it starts out with the girls getting in a big fight with Marianne because she took a job when a customer calls. And has been referred by her father and requests Marianne. And Marianne takes the job. And all the girls get really mad at her for doing that. that's not how it works. This is where it breaks down. But that's when they tell her to stand up for herself. And if I were Marianne, I would have said. And she just is like, sorry, sorry. You know? And I'm like, you guys are yelling at her for. Do you want her to yell back at you and just say, she, you know, she was referred to me. Like, I don't know what they want there. Like, I don't know why they're telling her to stand up for herself whenever they're the ones who are supposed to be her friends and are jumping all over her. They're the ones yelling at her. Yeah. Yeah. So it made no sense to me there. Like, but at a salon. It was all a a test, you idiot, and you failed. Let's say it's a hair salon. Totally the same thing. Mm -hmm. 
when someone is referred and calls in, they don't just throw it to the next person in the queue. No, you don't. I mean, from a from a capitalist sense, it doesn't their their club doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but it's nice nonetheless. What just, about from a friendship perspective? From like, a friendship perspective, it makes total sense. Okay. Um, Marion's upset, leaves the meeting early, goes home to her dad. I guess she tells her dad they all in a fight because the next day at school. They tell Marianne they don't want to talk to her anymore because they're all grounded. She cries a lot in this episode, right? She, yeah, she does. Well, they keep calling her a big baby, and, and, it's, and it hurts. And, and if you try to sit with all your friends and they kick you out, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I like, get it. They're jerks. I get it. In the cafeteria? Yeah. That's, that's social. Ugh, it's a nightmare. But also, the war's going in there. Yeah. Oh, God, the worst. I used to eat my lunch in the... I wouldn't even eat lunch. I would just go to the library when I was in high school and hang out with all the rejects who hung out in the library during all the lunch. Stoners and rejects. My my first day of uh, public school in eleventh grade. I went. I transferred halfway through eleventh grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, I obviously had no friends, so I just sat alone. But I, I was punk, and then two <laughs> punk girls came up to me, nice. and they were like, "You seem cool." Yeah. Uh, my, you should hang out with my boyfriend. <laughs> he's in, he's in ninth grade. <laughs> <laughs> oh. and, tr- and tried to like make me, like I was just so bad at making friends that somehow I just made fun of him and he hated me forever. <laughs> what the fuck? And, I don't know. It's more elaborate than that where he later tried to beat me up and. Oh my God. He was a tough little thug. Mm-hmm. Like this kid was. He was no good. He was going to hit me in the head with his skateboard. With his <laughs> and he could have. He was stronger than me. What the hell? He had been held back a couple times, too. You should have took their girls. Yeah. That's anyway. imagining lonely punk Josh sitting alone. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. laugh, but it's, it is. Funny. It's just like poor Marianne sitting alone it, at lunch right. when See, Don shows up. The only thing about, uh, I'm sure I've said this in the hundred before. The American History X analogy. Uh, uh, you automatically make friends right away just by virtue of being like a weirdo. And so by like day two or three, people were like, you can come sit with us. That's they were not, like, that's not my experience, but okay. You you should have been punker. Yeah. Marianne was too wallflowery, I think, to stand out. Like people would have just. Same. That's why I'm a Marianne. Yeah, that's why I'm a Marianne once again. Yeah. yeah. But Dawn noticed her. Right away. Don, this is where Don comes in. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Don's, she has a good heart, so she sees that Marianne needs a friend. She, also, she she's, also needs a friend herself. She also needs a friend because she's also okay. new to she's the school. She's a new kid. Yeah. And she's a hippie, well, the the equivalent of a hippie now. Mm-hmm. She's just a uh, uh, California... A witch. Enlightened... <laughs> she's a witch. She has hexed the moon. It is true. She uh, hexed the patriarchy, I think. Yeah, she's got like a kind of a new agey mom, you know. Um, she has a great lunch. She, she had a. She had like a cold pressed juice. I thought it was kombucha, but <laughs> I think it was like a cold pressed kale beverage of some type. Yeah, kale. For uh, sure. She's got witches in her family. Her is it her aunt who is Karen's Morbid- witch. Morbida comes back, mm-hmm. but she's a. a Honest to God, witch this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that would mean the cool pagan, like a yeah. like a twenty first century witch, yes. <laughs> like feminist witch. Yeah, exactly. But 
uh, Don's mom and uh, oh, Don's mom mm-hmm. and Mark Evan Jackson. The uh, they Mar- were Mar- a couple in high school. Now is that part of the books? Yes. Oh wow! Because okay. eventually they get married. Oh wow! That, and Marion and Don become so stepsisters. Wild. That's yeah. not, it is a funny reveal in the show. It when, is. It is at when, the end. Whenever he when invites them, them for over. Thanksgiving, yeah, and um. But yeah, because they're just so different because the mom is so scatterbrained and free. he has he has he tucks in his shirts or whatever the the other woman complains about like way too tight too, too tight too yeah. tight too tight and tuck too tight of a tuck yeah so the this is where the show I thought got really interesting like I loved the update where it's very um, inclusive like for example Marianne is black in the new version you know in the in the TV show. Biracial. Um, okay. But anyway. She's a white dad. Well, okay. Yeah. Sorry. But she is a woman of color. Okay. Thank you. So is Dawn. Yes. So it's not all white and right. Claudia. It's right, like, it's, right. it's very, exactly. yeah. Uh, very cool and inclusive. And in this one, they, they actually touch on sexuality because Dawn's dad, her mom and dad got divorced because her dad is gay. Um, and she just talks about it openly. About her dad being gay and having his and living with his partner and her mom coming back here, but we also touch on uh, the child that Marianne babysits uh, for. So in the book, she saves the day mm-hmm. by taking a, a sick child to the hospital. Is that still correct yes. in the book? Mm-hmm. Okay, but yeah. th- this time around, there's a different element added to it, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. That I assume was not in. Well, the and, and I, I, the element was so subtle at first that Blake didn't pick up on it, and I did. And what? Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Yes. I because, mean, why would I? Well, it's it's a little um, trans girl. Yes. And it's so, yes. Recently. Bailey. Yeah, Bailey mm-hmm. is the kid. Probably about, like, what, four or five years old? Uh, Sure. I can't tell. Yeah. Uh, maybe I, a little older. I don't know. Maybe. I. Yeah, I don't know. Five or six, probably. They introduced the them the kid having a a princess tea party with mm-hmm. Marianne, which is a pre- pretty funny scene. And then she spills water all over herself, and Marianne is like, "Well, this is just a good excuse for you to change into another fancy dress." And so they go upstairs or to put on play clothes or whatever. And she opens the closet, and in the closet are just like jeans and like flannel shirts Sweaters and, and stuff yeah, yeah. like here's that. W- here's this is where I wasn't paying attention and yeah. you were. And <laughs> or Blake is just like I was spacing the, out. the dumbest man alive. <laughs> no, okay, look, I'm dumb, but I know But what's in the closet is typically boyish clothes, right? And so um she she's says, like th- she says yeah. those are my old clothes. Uh-huh. Here are my new clothes and opens a drawer and they're like all like dresses and yeah. pink and frilly. Pink then yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um that's when Dawn's on Marianne. Oh, okay. You know, it wasn't something that was made clear to her, but, you know, she's fine with it. But whenever the little girl gets sick and they well, go first, to the hospital, sorry. First, first she has, uh, who's the other girl? The what? California girl. Dawn. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she kind of explains this to her. Yes, that's true. They do have a, a talk. They have, it's, she, she's like, how do you know all this? Oh, she's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm from California. <laughs> <laughs> Look, in California, this is no big D. Yeah, um, but yeah, they do have a conversation about gender. Um, yeah, and also she also goes to like that new age. Like this is a whole, this is a big life changing episode <laughs> uh, phase of Marianne's life because she also goes to like the new age gathering with oh, all yeah. the other women who are yeah. like it's a coven. Yeah, 
Look, they're witches. <laughs> Who are, they're all like sharing and being intimate and speaking in front of each other and it freaks Marianne out. Um, but <laughs> just because she doesn't like public speaking, just, yeah, so she, she doesn't runs like away. any attention on herself whatsoever. Which is so a me thing to do. Yeah. Um, so I honestly, hate it. I Marianne hate probably has the most growth out of anyone on this show. Oh, for sure. For sure. Probably. Uh, yeah, completely. <laughs> the, the room change, cool. the hair change. I mean, Christy is probably second. Probably second. Does Christy change? Not until the end, maybe. You, you know who doesn't really change ever? Claudia? My girl, Stacy. Stacy, stay, queen, stay the queen. Well, she, queen, she, stay the she, queen. I guess she changes a little bit. Where, Claudia, has, ha, Claudia has moments because she and Janine become close after. Yeah. They um, all have, they all have a. Yeah. They, you're right. They all do. Stacy Marianne has the, far, the furthest to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, because her father's always kind of sheltered her quite a bit because right, yeah. he is a he takes widower. her phone away and yeah. gives her a creepy phone the, <laughs> he man, also, the phantom phone and he doesn't know how to do girls hair and so she she thinks that he only wants her hair one way yeah and, and he was like no that's just the only way i knew how to do your hair when like, you were a yeah. kid <laughs> yeah i can I, th- I could probably relate like, uh, yeah, that was, that was a good scene. I wouldn't know what the hell Her to dad do. Dad in the van. To, well, I mean, that's typical. My sister, whenever she was very young, my dad could not figure out how to do her hair and put it up in what he called barrettes. Oh so no! So he cut her bangs. Oh no! Anyway, dads, right? Dads are all the same. <laughs> not really, not really. But um, yeah. So it's whenever she, whenever Bailey is sick. And she has to go to the hospital. Fever that's like 112 100, or something. 104. It's 112, you'd something, be dead. Something horrifying. 104. Which is pretty scary. If my feet, if my it's, temperature was 104. It's one of those ones in like in a Looney Tunes cartoon with like <laughs> the, the thermometers in Sebastian's mouth. And the, in the red, like the mercury like explodes right. out of the. Yeah. So the next scene, Bailey's got a, this ice pack on her head. <laughs> Sorry, I was doing. I was doing more Looney Tunes. No, I got it. We got it. We got it. We got She's it. got a lump on her head. So two they, feet tall. Marianne gets her to the hospital, and they, the doctors and the nurses who are checking in on them, are using the wrong pronouns, and it's clearly upsetting Bailey. They're just being dick lords about it. Really, right. I, don't, I don't. I just think that they're. And, and they I don't have think her they realize. Well, yeah. they don't look. They don't once look at the kid. I don't think they're really right. looking at the kid. I think they're just rushed and harried. And also, I think they're just looking at the chart and they're like, "Oh, it's Bailey, sex, you know, male." They're yeah. not looking at the actual child. They're just being very clinical. And that's when Marianne goes out and stands up for Bailey. That's when she goes the fuck off on Mary the, does on the go hospital off. administration. That's She's right. like, yeah, she tells and them what's what. That's when her dad. Who has come because she had tried calling him and let him know she was at the hospital. Um, he sees her standing up for Bailey. And after the parents, you know, she actually requests that they get her a different colored gown. And oh, they call yeah. her by the preferred pronouns because it's scaring her and upsetting her even more. After the parents come, she and her dad have like a heart to heart in the car. And that's when he tells her like, oh, I didn't know how to do your hair, whatever. Like she starts requesting things because he realizes that she's. Growing up and much more mature than he ever gave her credit for. She and... she, she thinks the de- her dad's going to be pissed at her mm-hmm. for, yeah. for yelling mm-hmm. at the doctor. Yeah. Because she because uh, she fears that taking any kind of agency ever will cause people to be angry at her. Mm-hmm. And so he tells her he's proud of her because she reminded her him of her mother. Yeah. And even before it was set up by Mimi, 
um, who said that, you know, Marianne's, I guess, was her mom also a lawyer and said that she was so great because she would stand up for people who couldn't stand up for themselves. And so that's basically what Marianne was doing. Um, Mimi had kind of set that up. Just like Christy Fulnacki will do. Yes, oh. like Christy Fulnacki. Christy Fulnacki is a freedom fighter locally. Uh, if you're for listeners, look uh, up yeah. Uh, yeah. look up Springfield, Missouri woman sues over mask ordinance. <laughs> if, if you want to hear about a real queen, she says, okay. "I am not responsible for your health." The the client I think said that. Yes, well, the client said that. Yes. You know what? I hope but, she gets COVID. I'm so, sorry. So, so, the, the, <laughs> so this is here's the funny thing about Fulnacki. There's a lot of funny things about her, <laughs> but she she is doing this case to sue the city council mm-hmm. to say we don't have to wear masks. So they put up a GoFundMe to pay her legal fees. Oh She's charging her client ten thousand dollars for the suit. Jesus. She's not even doing it pro bono. It's so That's cynical. That's how much she believes in freedom. Wow. Like. And also, the GoFundMe got taken down because <laughs> one of my one of my friends reported it for violating terms of service because you can't GoFund le- uh, a lawsuit. Your friend is a hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and heroes. I can't wait to see it just thro- to see the case thrown out. Like it will be summarily thrown out. I mean, it's happening all and over it the will country. Be funny, so. as well. yeah. This isn't just here. Like, we're not the but only it's... backwards place in the world. All of America is I'm backwards. Well, right okay. Now. My my hometown actually unanimously unanimously voted down a masking ordinance. <laughs> Nixon did. Yes. Wow. My, our, our current town unanimously voted for the ordinance. Mm-hmm. So night and day. Uh, I, I side thought by we had side. one of one no. Did we not? Maybe not. It, we had one didn't show up. Re- recused herself. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh. The, but it is it is funny that the client isn't saying it would be one thing if this was a complete COVID truther who said the disease is not real. Right. I don't, I'm not wearing a mask, Mm -hmm. but instead it was like, I don't care about you and your family's health. Yeah. I just don't want to be inconvenienced by wearing a mask and it's not my responsibility. I I feel, and I feel so strongly about my inconvenience (laughs) that I will destroy the health of an entire city. I I will ravage this community myself. Like, just the height of an of entitlement. America, anyway, right? We're just anyway. the best. Anyway, so back yeah, to I think what is making me happy. <laughs> what is making me happy is this show. Yes. Because you know what? Those babysitters would mask up. There are people. They would. People are in the show are better than real life people. They like, are. And I think that's another reason I like it so much is that um, it creates this sense of community that I don't think I've ever had in my life. And Gilmore Girls is yeah, the I same way. Gilmore Girls is right. the same so Stony I've never had, you know, in Stars Hollow or in Stony Brook, mm-hmm. they have like these, they're both small East Coast towns and... Connecticut. Yes. Is Stony Brook, uh, Connecticut, like, it has it, like, officially? Yes, it's Connecticut. Okay. I think... It- Connecticut as a concept, yeah, like yeah, a way yeah. of a way of thinking, man. Con- well, Connecticutville. No, our, it's it's Connecticut. But our it it fits our concept of Connecticutville. Yes, yes, yes. But I think that's another reason I love the show is it has that sense of like community and love and S- like small town, but a communal love and and uh, responsibility and caring for each other that just does not fucking exist at yeah, all. It's a, it's <laughs> and, a utopia. And the, the only outlying bitches <laughs> and mm-hmm. motherfuckers are the... Are the, the BSA. The baby, yeah, the oh, babies. screw them. And we took care and of them. And their SoundCloud uh, idiot. Oh. 
Oh yeah, and you know he says racial slurs in his songs and thinks he's <laughs> and thinks and it's thinks okay. He, he says he can get away with it. He t- he said one of his friends told he him. He says, to yeah. He says my friend gave me the the pass. <laughs> you know those BSA would not wear masks. They oh, the BSA, they're anti-maskers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one of the the, the main BSA lady is lit- is literally this? orange, just like <laughs> our Cheeto president. <laughs> She does look a little bit like Snooky. Blake had to lean away from the mic because he was laughing at himself. So no, no, because I, I wanted to say Cheeto President louder, so I leaned back a bit. <laughs> okay. Good job, Blake. I louder for the people in the back. Clap. So, clap, clap. that's why I love this show, is people care about each other on it, and they take care Except of each other. Except for the doctors and nurses. Yeah, well, the ones that don't, we put in their place. That's right. Exactly. And the babysitters we stand put... up for them. Yeah, for our yeah. our people who need help. I could do with like ten more episodes of this. I say, make it now. Get those babysitters. We need them more than ever. <laughs> get them. Get, forget the NBA bubble. Get rid of that. Yes. Let the NBA stop. Put the babysitters in and the a bubble. Crew in that bubble and and let them make more episodes. Yes. This is oh, what yeah. the world needs right now. We need the next ten episodes. I need Christy quarantined in her trailer. I need Marianne <laughs> quarantined. <laughs> No interaction with their family or anyone outside of the bubble. Take Just these children I need away. Stacy quarantined with her acting coach. Oh, that's Josh. Josh does come not think. on, She's not a good actress. Mean spirited. <laughs> what he said. Yeah, I'm not really gonna make a case for her. I'm just gonna keep taking pot shots at her. <laughs> at this child. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. She has more money than I'll ever have. It's true. She probably does. Uh, her parents probably took it all. Well, oh, okay. I don't think well, it's like Macaulay Culkin money. That anyway. Not. not yeah. No. Yeah. No way. You know, Blake and I have been watching Succession lately, which is the polar opposite of BSC. So, <laughs> uh, great show, by the way. Love, if anyone wants to watch Culkin, the real though. America, there you go. Uh, just watch Succession on uh, HBO. Um, you, but you were going to say Kieran Culkin because you said Macaulay yeah. Culkin. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. I was, what you need to be great. watching is Home Alone 2 Lost in New York with Macaulay <laughs> Culkin, the original Culkin. What we need to be watching is Home Alone 3 fan fiction by Josh. <laughs> Josh just needs to start a Home Alone 3 podcast where he just has different fan fictions every episode for Halloween. I mean, not Halloween. Home Alone 3. All for Home Alone. (laughs) Yeah. Just different updates to it. Did we talk about all four? We did. Yeah. We did. I guess I guess we can say at the end of this one, Marianne comes down the stairs in a new oh. outfit with her hair down. It's and, not in braids. And she has a theme song now. And uh, she does have a theme song because all of her friends apologized. <laughs> and Stacy made her a mix... Uh, uh, a uh, sorry, Spotify, Spotify playlist, playlist. <laughs> not <Right>. a mixtape. <laughs> um, yeah. about songs about how badass Marianne is, and it has that cool Marianne Marianne song. Yeah, it's pretty much the, the whole <laughs> song, the whole playlist. I thought it was Liz Fair. Yeah, sounds like it. And then um, at the end, that's when the parents meet. Whenever um, Mr. Spear and Don's mom, Mrs. Schaefer, Ms. Schaefer, I guess meet. And it's uh. Love it first. Well, not first sight. Oh, and Morbid is with them, and she's like, I hope you're not the kind of family that doesn't do stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it ends. And she hexes them. Yes, because <laughs> they don't do stuffing. <laughs> she hexes the turkey. Yeah. Yeah. So, all in all, I give the first four episodes five stars every single episode. I, well, I'm sticking with hooves and giving them four hooves. <laughs> And, and the unicorn horn. horn? Yeah. 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 This is the okay. 
the best thing we've dealt with. I agree. I mean, it's, it's, maybe maybe we're wrong and books aren't the good thing. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe we're in, in the wrong place. But I will say that I've been rereading all of the books. I'm on Marianne Saves the Day now, and I'm having a lot of fun reading them because they're also just as comforting as the show in a strange way. That's good. Yeah. Um, I want to read all the graphic novels. I don't know what they're up to now. I don't know. But apparently they did more than just the one I read. Yeah. I mean, if you look them up, there's quite a few out there. I don't know how high they've gotten, and I think they're still putting them out. So hell yeah, would yeah. read. And also watch the Claudia Kishi. Um, oh yeah, documentary. It's really it's really good, good. Um, and sweet because it just I don't know it, it it does feel great to be represented, which is why I think I gravitate towards things like Gilmore Girls now as a horrible white woman who <laughs> wants to yeah. watch other horrible white women. Sorry, don't if you want to feel represented. Well, I'm not horrible. <laughs> There are Karen videos all over the internet these days. I think there's plenty of representation. Oh, not oh, a Karen. Karen video. That's what you said. Okay. Get away. What do you think uh, I said? Get away. No, you're not a Karen. You're not a Karen. Yeah. As someone who, um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was a very touching documentary. Um, and I liked how they did point out in the documentary that most of the time, any character who's a minority is just kind of not given a lot of depth and no one really cares about them. There's kind of the token, but everyone their loves whole, everyone loves Claudia and wants to be Claudia. Yeah. Their their whole experience typically in media is being a black character mm-hmm. or being an Asian character. And these characters are allowed to be characters that don't always have to uh, be defined. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. not that not that they're that, you know what I mean? Not that that's not part of their identity and what they... Uh, but that's not the only thing about it, Every them. episode isn't a special episode exactly. dealing with... <laughs> Racism with, right. or... It, it's not yeah. like the episode of Growing Pains where Mike Seaver got the job and learned about affirmative action as a white boss. Like, promo- Do you remember this one? Uh, no. No? We'll, we'll have to find it and I'll, we'll have to watch it. Because, okay. Uh, oh, boy. He he learns about racism when he was like, but but the boss just said he's looking out for one of his own. That's why he gave me the good shift in the the graveyard shift to the black employees that worked here longer. Oh yikes! And Alan Thicke had to be like, oh Mike, that is not right. <laughs> um, they did show Long Duck Dong and and other characters who aren't so mm-hmm. great, and uh, talked about how the characters who are more othered. Yeah, there, there's, of course, we all know the Asian stereotype, but mm-hmm. it, it, they talk about how refreshing it is that Claudia is not the stereotype because mm-hmm. she is not good at school. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, she just she just followed her own path. She's really great at creativity, mm-hmm. and she just she did her own thing, and uh, was the character that everyone wanted to be. Right. Not just like even little white girls like me were like Claudia is the coolest without thinking about. Yeah, Usually, she does yeah. art so. inspired by menstruation. She does. Ooh. That's one of my favorite things. Was that in the books? No. No, of course no, not. No, of course not. <laughs> but it was, that was a funny. But yeah. that was a very great. I do like how they talk about periods openly, too, because later yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you gotta. Come on. And you're... it's not in the sappy way either, where mom's like, you're a woman now. And you right. know, music <laughs> plays as she hands you and always, you woman know, now. or something. Woman now. Woman yeah. now. Nothing cheesy. I like love that. her junk food addiction. <laughs> mm hmm. And she she even paints junk food because she's so obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. And then that one is is this later on in the series? I don't want to jump ahead. That it's one, just the next episode. Oh, okay. oh, the one after the next. I think where the woman is a jerk to her about her paintings of candy. Yeah, 
But it inspires her to discover what she really oh, loves. So. I, okay, I won't jump ahead, but that's heart-wrenching. Oh, man. That episode with Claudia? Specifically, like, the very end. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Um, so. so, I'm just going to read one paragraph from this. Yes. Please uh, do. Wait, this is Common Sense Media. Let me find Plugged In. Okay, Plugged In. This is Focus on the Family, <laughs> which... They weren't very harsh for being. I'm telling you, they got they got woke. Maybe, maybe they I, just I, didn't... Well, I think they're they're afraid not to be. Well, there aren't any bad words in this TVG show. <laughs> there are a few misuses of God's name, Uh-oh. and there's also quite a few sensitive jokes that, well, maybe going over the heads of younger viewers will definitely not go over the heads of its middle school age target audience. These jokes involve menstruation, mm-hmm. especially as some of the characters experience it for the first time. Yeah, so why is that bad to include if the target audience is oh middle-aged girl? Yeah. They're, they're saying like, it's uh, offensive to talk about menstruation? or Yes, uh, well, yeah. Well, in public. Like, in, like what in, century is this? Uh, I don't know. Well, Basically, they raised their children like Carrie's mom did, where <laughs> she thinks she's yeah. dying whenever she gets her period. Plug and, it up. Yeah. Um, Go on. Okay. Let's see. Uh, so, okay, they talk about that. The misogyny, nudity, and alcohol. Those are things they talk about. Um, there are also <laughs> there are also references to several TV shows such as Gossip Girl and The Handmaid's Tale mm-hmm. that seem a little too mature for the viewers or its characters to be watching. And they would probably watch Gossip Girl. Probably. It's they're on re- Netflix. Yeah. They're really mm-hmm. reaching for things to be offended they're, by. Yeah. Maybe. Okay, so here's the last paragraph. This is the big conclusion. Viewers should be advised. The club babysitters. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> right. I, I just read. <laughs> the club uh, babysitters. You read it back. No, 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 no. no, no wait, no. wait, the, no. <laughs> so Spit stupid. it out, man. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, this is, of course, what they're going to say. Viewers should be advised that the club babysits for a lesbian couple. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's the Johansons, yes. Um, trigger warning, okay. lesbians? <laughs> Okay. Anyway, see, I at this point, like, I, I, I know people obviously still think like this. <laughs> it's still a huge problem, but just someone actually saying it. And <laughs> okay. Anyway, that you need a forewarning. I, uh, you need a trigger warning that there are right. lesbians, Blake. <laughs> anyway, okay. Sorry. And one of the girls says that her dad got divorced and came out as gay. Um, the girl, the girls all also babysit for a young trans- transgender girl and urge people to use the child's preferred pronouns. These terrible, these terrible babysitters! How dare they? I'm surprised um, they call the kid a, tr- a transgender uh, girl and not something more offensive. I, 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 again, I think that is from them trying to toe a line from what they, you know, what I mean, they don't want <laughs> people to yell. At them. Well, yeah. that I mean, that says that says something right there that they care enough. <laughs> that, well, that... I mean, yeah, that that would come into the we're, we're afraid of you because you're in charge now kind of thing. Well, yeah, well, fuck off. You should, you should be scared. They're afraid of cancel culture. Yeah, no, exactly. But the thing is, they've lost the culture. So, oh yeah, so, yeah. the so culture wars are, are are over. You lost. Yeah, and you lost. Bye, now, you, bye, bye. you may win the actual war because your side has all the guns. Your side has all the guns, and you're all fascists. But, right. but I still but say, we, but we got the, the babysitters club. All right, we. But, but art still belongs. <laughs> right, right. All, uh, all good art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't um, consider the documentaries that that one douchebag makes. Oh, D'Souza? These, yeah. these are high art. He yeah. has a movie coming out, and we need to keep theaters closed <laughs> so it cannot be released, called The Trump Card, which oh is God, him. Oh, my God, yeah. The, the poster has a very smug picture of him holding up a playing card with Trump on it. And yeah, this it's is like, ridiculous. This is going to, I don't know, expose Biden or uh, I don't the, know what it's Biden's the Democrats America? for being the real racists again. <laughs> Can you imagine it, Biden's America? I love all the footage of Trump's America. <laughs> oh, man. I, I My favorite one, my favorite ad is the one, I think I've sent it to you, where Biden's head... It's like the the great with the Wizard of Oz, like in it's in a flame of fire, just looking down on the city that's burning. Is Obama behind a curtain, uh, doing the controls? <laughs> if, if they were better, yeah, they would, they that had would, a better. Pro- that'd be what I would do. Yeah, they had better propaganda. Yeah. They would, but anyway. <laughs> okay, so last line. Well, the Babysitters Club addresses the issues that many middle schoolers face today. It does so in a way that many parents may feels a bit too mature for their tween children. And this is always the thing that bothered me about this kind of shit is these are the things you're going through, you're experiencing. Mm-hmm. This is what you deal with in your day-to-day life. You cannot see this represented in yeah. art. In art. Yeah. You cannot, that is made in, in, for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I wasn't allowed to watch movies with bad words. And it, it was like, what do you think I hear all day? I'm 13. Right. You're not yeah. going to let me watch a or PG-13 like, movie? Yeah. I remember there was a parent like in high school – who bitched about her son having to read um, Grapes of Wrath because of all the cursing and because um, Jim Casey, right, the preacher, and it, compared himself to Jesus Christ, you know, the... And that dude feeding on them titties. Well, yeah, I was going to say, and there's some uh, public breastfeeding at the end. Blake. <laughs> or as Blake calls it, the dude feeding on them titties. <laughs> I... I could have said that better. Yeah, you could have. What I should have said. A beautiful moment at the end. <laughs> it was It was beautiful. It's a metaphor. So anyway, anyway, anyway this parent, this parent point... who, whose son was on the football team in high school, which you can't tell me he's never heard damn before, uh, threw a fit, would not let him read Grapes of Wrath, and the teacher had to find another book, and I think they agreed on Of Mice and Men. <laughs> So he got he got to read a totally different Steinbeck, which probably still had curse words. Yeah, but it's like but it's like it's like it's three hundred pages shorter. So (laughs) not as much. Um, Well, that well, well, all I'm saying is uh, as a as a middle school person, as a middle school person, as a middle school kid, I was not allowed to watch the movie Airheads, (laughs) but I was encouraged to go to a slumber party and invited been invited to where all the boys were going to watch a movie called Cowboys and Pussies and see who could masturbate first. Oh, my God. I, I did not go to that party. What is going on? I'm interested in Cowboys and Pussies. <laughs> it was just like it was just like an X-rated movie that some kid got on VHS. <laughs> This was that. This was still that era when uh, oh this, like his older brother, my older brother's got this movie. It's called Cowboys and Pussies. Let's see who the first to get a boner is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's actually what they were doing: is to see who could get the a boner first, not to actually can, yeah. come to completion. Then you have a. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Then have a measuring contest. Uh, yeah, I know how sleepovers go. We all did it. <laughs> I mean, that's what I assume dudes do. This yeah, is why imagine. I never went to sleepovers. Yeah. I, 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 I'm afraid of people. 
I did too, but we never did that. They were pretty stupid, though. Yeah, just like farting and stuff. Girl sleepovers were way better, so I'm going to give us props for that. You had better snacks, I'm sure. Better snacks. Um, we had great movies. Uh, we had better porno. We would. Oh, yeah. We would all like uh, cowgirls and dicks. Cosmo. Never once. You know what? The first time I was introduced by to porn was by my best guy friend in high school. N- right. No girls were ever right. like, "Hey, come over. We'll watch some softcore porn when my parents are gone on on Playboy or whatever." Hey, hey, this wasn't softcore. This was gonna be hardcore. No, we were- no, <laughs> no. But uh, yeah. So girl parties are way better, and we also would sleep in the same bed. There was none of this scary homophobic bullshit that boys do when they won't sleep in the same bed. Well, we did some of that, but mostly it was on the floor and it was hell. Yeah. No. Girls would. I remember one time I had a twin bed and I had three girls crammed oh, in there God. sleeping, and we were all high schoolers. <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> so a we were not little people. Like we were, you know, almost adult size. Um, but yeah. Also, we would. Girls are just more fun. Sorry, we had fun at our parties. Yeah. Just like the BSC has. I don't fun. know. One time we, we played Pogs fun. all night. So. <laughs> yeah. Try try to top that. You can't. One time I invited a girl over from my sixth grade sleepover and her family was very Christian and she had to get the movie list of movies we would be watching and one of them was Mrs. Doubtfire <laughs> and her parents, well, to watch it. her parents picked her up before we watched that. Ooh, transvestitism. Yeah, she could not watch Mrs. Doubtfire. Yikes. I can't remember what the other movies were that she could watch that we watched before that. Probably like Oof. The Little Frickin' Mermaid or something. I have no idea. That was probably fine. That but... is yeah. some sad stuff. Yeah, it is sad. No doubt fire. Doubt fire denied. I wonder if she's ever seen it. Like... I wonder how that movie holds up. Josh? So I I really wanted to watch this was probably like six years ago. And I just came over I, I'd never seen it because I wasn't allowed to, because mm-hmm. I uh, it was in that exact same era. And I didn't this is this is why I still need to go and rent movies. So I guess it was probably about ten years ago. And I just kept going from Blockbuster to Blockbuster, and they were all rented out of it. What? So have you ever seen it? They all had, like, one copy. No, I finally found it at, like, the fifth Blockbuster. Oh, my God. And Or probably, like, a movie gallery or whatever. Yeah. Did you like it? And so I watched it. I I did like it. I thought it was fun, but I I was also rip-roaring drunk. (laughs) So When I was a kid, I watched it about 30 times. Yeah. First day of the woman, I'm having hot flashes. Holds up that well. So good. Classic line. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I loved it when I was a kid. I we owned it on VHS and we watch it all the time. Loved Mrs. Doubtfire. I haven't probably seen it since I was a kid though. Uh, I'd like to see a modern update of it somehow. There, there was going to be a sequel for a long time with Robin. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. now they can't. So you you bit R.I.P. Well, we uh, haven't talked about the uh, Babysitters Club in a while. So anything else? I thought we were done with them. Yeah, I thought we were just hanging out and talking. Yeah, we friends. were. I know, but like people have lives and don't want to listen to it. You can edit this out. This is just for us. No, I know. Don't I'm not, edit this out. Don't edit out. I'm, my, I'm keeping our most doubtfire of it. content. Keeping most of it. Yeah. Um. Overall, I think it's good. Uh. Great. Actually, even. Yeah, we um, rate. We rated it. Yeah. I think we're good. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we did rate it. Yeah. We rated the first four only, though. That's yeah. right. So maybe if you're, if you're good, someday. Stay tuned for our hot takes on the next four. We'll, we'll put it behind a paywall. <laughs> no, we won't. We'll just release it for free because okay. we are not. True. 
we are the not. BSA. We are the BSC. True. true. And we, we care about. We don't, our don't care about making money at all. Just like the if, BSC. If we did, if we were the BSA, we would give you all kinds of cool stuff to put on your yoga equipment <laughs> and your, like, your hydro flasks. Like, we give you tote bags. Branded, like yeah, totes. <laughs> yeah, hydro flasks. Yep. Oh boy. Stickers for your hydro flask, that kind of thing. They yeah. have a, a much nightmare. higher budget than my bookstore's ever had. <laughs> you need How wa- did they you make all this money? Bottles. How much money do kids make babysitting now? Uh, that's a good question. If anyone knows, if anyone get, hires babysitters, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you, like you if that. you yourself are a babysitter, I want to hear about your experience. Yeah. Well, I was trying to think like usually if my sister needs a babysitter, grandma takes them or it, Aunt Blake right. and Uncle Jess take them. They right. don't hire but a not kid. for money. Has anyone here really babysat professionally? I did briefly. Not professionally. Do you think I have Blake? I, when you say yeah, just anyone here. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, I wasn't trying to be like gendered, but I was I did I babysat for church kids when I was probably like in get, fifth, sixth, seventh grade. For free or for for money? I got paid. It Good. wasn't a lot, but I got paid. It might have been like ten bucks for an evening. You know what I mean? But like in nineteen ninety That that was like a hundred bucks. I mean, it seemed like a hundred bucks to me. It was a yeah, lot right, of money, yeah, yeah. but it was probably like what two dollars an hour was what it would have come to, probably. But that was the minimum wage at the time. So probably the minimum wage is like four something. Yeah. So I just wondered how much, like, like if there are, you know, people who occasionally they, babysit, like what you charge. I bet. I, I would say I bet like younger kids get like seven dollars an hour, eight dollars an hour. That seems like a lot. They need to regulate that, man. That seems like a lot. Well, oh, see, for just like a no. child babysitting. No. no. I I don't know. I just want to know how that, parents that, find babysitters. It is above minimum is it, wage. Is it something that you... That's true. That is above minimum wage. Is it something that you it's just... probably five an hour then. Is it something that you just... um uh Like, is it like, you know, do you hire someone from your church? You know, is it neighborhood kids? I just... I don't know how babysitters are found. You go do, on Craigslist? Do like, what app? do you do? Is there an Uber for babysitting? On, yeah, I, 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 they're absolutely like I think I think you go on like uh, what is it Sally's list is, Sally's is that a thing? List. Well, there's the thing that Alicia Silverstone does in the show, and she's like, I gotta pay seventy five dollars to subscribe to this babysitting app or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I do think if you're in some kind of community thing, like if you're at a, in a church or something, you probably find like babysitters that way. There's, there's kids. Yeah. Oh, there might even be parents who post like in the uh, neighborhood apps, maybe like the neighborhood site yeah, apps. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I just go straight on Craigslist and say, <laughs> find the first weirdo. <laughs> did you say what did you say? The list, Emily's list. Is that what you were thinking of? Uh, no, no. I, I I said Sally's list. Angie's. Emily Emily's Angie's? list is a political. Angie's? It is a political thing. Angie's yeah. list. Angie's list. Angie's. Oh, okay. Oh, what's okay. the yeah. um? What's the neighborhood? What's Sally's list? What's na- What's the neighborhood thing? Fuck. Ne- next door. I think yeah, I think there's yeah, a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think next door is the big one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did I want to know if anyone here started listening started a babysitters club after were they inspired after they I read the I want to know books? how many real babysitters clubs sprang up and how quickly they went out of business <laughs> due to the non-working okay, so, nature of the business model. So, Sal's list, I've definitely never heard of it before. <laughs> it is a Ground level movement of Oklahoma women in politics. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was definitely referencing something else. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. Well. Well. Anyway. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> we've, bye. We've kept to you folks long enough. Um. 
You, you can... in, in the time this took, you could have watched, watched all 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 four of the. What are you doing? Blake Go... is going to whittle this down. Look, I, it. I, I, but only a little bit. Only a little. Um, get out there and watch the show. What are you doing? Watch the show and listen to us talk about it. Watch it. We're just doing this as an excuse to talk to other humans. So uh, don't forget to rate and review our podcast. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Are You There Pod. Hire Blake for all your uh, your theme song needs. Your Coldplay cover. Needs. I mm-hmm. I write music. I do parody work. I edit audio. You know the works. Mm-hmm. What, Blake, anything you want to talk listen about? to the new Taylor Swift? Okay. Hell yeah! I've listened to it like thirty times. I haven't. I I wish I had. Um. I have a new podcast called More of That Presents Discographology. Very easy to search. Just type that in. I tried to look it up, and I could not find yeah. it. <laughs> Whew. More of that. Never. Anyway, Discographology. Just, you know, just like it sounds. Go ahead. It's fun. I tried to, fi- I tried to find you on Twitter by putting in Discographology. We don't, I don't believe we have a Twitter. But At the end of the episode, you said you had a Twitter. It's a lie. Josh, it's a lie. It's a, it's, I, we have a lot of fun doing it. It's a podcast about music and discographies. It's mm-hmm. fun. Yes. They just recently recorded an episode on Nirvana's In Utero. Yeah. So. We're, we're deep in the paint on Nirvana. So get in there. Yep. I've never listened to a Nirvana album still. And I you, meant to the other day. Wait, what? And then I've never listened to a Nirvana album, when, Hand to God. Josh. Uh, you're, when and we, I was going to the other day, but then Taylor dropped, dropped an album. In, You've never listened to a Nirvana album. Do yourself a favor and get into mm-hmm. In Utero, or, mm-hmm. or listen to our episode on it if you have to. I forgot how good that album was until Blake and I were playing it. The Man, other night. it smacks! It smacks so like nothing good. else. So fucking good. Maybe I'll check it out sometime. I'm gonna give In Utero five hooves and a little unicorn. I get I horn. That's I, one too many hoof. It doesn't need that many. Oh, sorry, hooves. That's for, a lot. That, uh, that's it's a lot of rum. hooves. It's the rum. It's four four hooves and a dick. Okay, cut my mic off. No, no more. All right, so until next time, see you later, horse girl. That doesn't rhyme, sir.